time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. On 107.9, The Fan. my goodness welcome to leaving the yard we are coming at you live this afternoon from the Michelob ultra fan cave chuck zach razor mac billy lavender in the house today as uh, we count down the wednesday version of this show mm-hmm. i thought i hmm. thought i would kill two birds with one You're stone killing birds well i mean if you'll they're not flying much okay. today, but uh, but I thought I'd kill two birds with one stone in this jacket. Is you know it's you can hang meat in here, and yeah, so it is a little chilly. So I always bring a sweatshirt or something like that. And today I brought the rain jacket. Oh nice! So I, I mean, I just I'm I'm thinking ahead. You know, I mean, if it gets any colder, I may say, Billy, hold me. <laughs> just so you know, Be careful. I just might. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, we have Jerry Stanford coming up yeah. at the bottom of the hour. Excited. We will be uh, talking a little Tiger football mm-hmm. with the uh, head football coach and athletic director of the Tigers as we uh, hop our way through uh, the bye week and finally get back into action in another week. They got the, they got the week off this week, That's which right. is why we can get uh, Coach Stanford in here, pull him away from that busy routine That's of right. molding young men into being outstanding football players. He's got he's got a bunch of them. He's doing well this year. Yeah, I don't want to give him too much credit before yeah. he gets here. There, he'll get right. the big head, and then he That's will be right. unlivable. That's I, right. Could, I can't deal with that. Couldn't make it in the door. No, he's I, sitting somewhere listening to us right I'm, now. Right, I would imagine <laughs> probably just outside the door waiting. Right, but anyway, he's coming in at uh, the bottom of the hour, so we look forward to seeing him. Uh, baseball, we'll start with because the Rangers are moving on. Mm-hmm. Put it on them. One game, two today. In much the same fashion as Game One yesterday, really dominated Tampa uh, in in the two days that uh, I, both days they were the underdog as as far as Vegas was concerned. I don't even know if it feels like the playoffs if you're the Rangers. You don't even have twenty thousand people at Tropicana. Man. I mean, it feels like okay, it's a Wednesday afternoon baseball yeah. game, getaway day, basically. Yeah. That's what it had to feel like, or today. Or, or an old yeah, an old Sunday afternoon at the Rangers ballpark when it was 195 degrees. Yes, and peel yourself off the bleachers. Unbelievable! But yeah. they got great pitching from uh, Nathan Ivaldi today. They got good pitching from uh, Jordan Montgomery yesterday. They don't have to go into a game three. They get to rest a little bit before Baltimore this weekend in the American League Divisional Series. Baltimore's hot. Baltimore's hot. Yeah. Baltimore's good. Baltimore is the best mm-hmm. team in the American League this year. I'd like shock, to go shock. to Camden Yards. Would you? Yeah. It's one I hadn't been to. I'd like to go. Yeah, you know, I, when it first opened, I thought, this is really cool. Yeah. The whole factory thing mm-hmm. in the background, mm-hmm. very cool. Mm-hmm. They went through the years of being so bad. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to yeah. go there anymore. Now You're they've right. started to get back to being good again, and I think that atmosphere is starting to become one that, that now becomes attractive again. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they do a better job packing in the uh, park than the – than the Rays did this week. <laughs> you know, got to, I mean, it, it looked like a looked like an Oakland Athletics game. Oh, see, thank you. Yeah, which 
makes you wonder is there just zero interest in baseball in Florida? You know, both Miami and Tampa made it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Miami may get a game at home, depending on how their series goes with Philly. They lost game one yesterday. They lose today, they're out. But you just wonder, does anybody care about baseball in well, Florida? Surely it's blacked out there, correct, as oh, far as know. watching it on TV. I, don't know. I mean, because you, you'd. A, you would have to think there's a bunch of old people, but old people like baseball. I mean, they grew up with baseball, and you'd think that that they would be attracted at, at least once it got to to playoff time. But it just doesn't. And you you'll know. and you'll notice, but they, old people are tight with their money as well. Well, and, so. but but Tampa got the afternoon games. Yeah, which true. if you're if you're going for the old crowd, yeah. They're yeah. done by dinner. We said this even yesterday. You're back to the house before it's dark. It's perfect it's indoors, and you couldn't put twenty thousand people in. So I don't know. Rangers uh, will now. This is the weird road trip, right? Seattle last weekend, cross country to Tampa for these two games. They'll probably shoot home for a day or day, two, yeah. and then back to Baltimore yeah. for uh, for the beginning of the American League Divisional mm-hmm. Series. Hope they keep rolling. A lot of road miles. Yeah. Getting a lot right. of frequent flyer stuff. Right. I'll tell you who's not hurting. That who's not hurting? Dallas Cowboy Jerry Jones. Not they, hurting? They packed them. In, yeah, I mean, as far as oh, butts in the seats. Yes. And, and and I assume it's like that even if they're if they're doing bad. But golly, I mean, there's people standing on every rafter and what? I mean, you can't you can't put any. I mean, people are lining up for eighteen dollar popcorn. It's crazy. Now, you say if they're doing bad. Mm-hmm. We haven't done. We haven't been bad in a while in Dallas. Not bad, bad. Not bad. Yeah, bad. yeah. we've had yeah, you know. Yeah, but haven't been bad, bad. Yeah. There's such star power, though. I mean, right now, if you, if you you want to go see the best defensive player in the league, mm-hmm. arguably, you mm-hmm. want to go see Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love Dak or hate Dak, he's rolling. He's he's he's, he's good. Yeah, he's a marquee player. Mm-hmm. You got marquee players before Diggs got hurt at both corners. I mean, you've got talented right. positions that you go, I want to see this guy play. And they do such a phenomenal job of marketing oh, the entire thing. Gosh. Why wouldn't you want to go it's see him? And it's the NFL after all. Yeah. So somebody across the way is going to be a superstar too that you may or may not get to see very often. Man, that place is That's you know, it's it's, it's unbelievable. It's, what they do is unbelievable. You know, I mean they just they got everything. Well, it's an event. It's an event. That, that's just it. It's an event. You go to Razorback games. Mm-hmm. It's an event. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys have just upped that and put it on steroids no and question. say, here's the college experience no in the NFL. And there's no, Seattle's that way. You know, I, I like to think that, that my run out at Texas High is, is pretty salty and everything. Oh, yeah. No question. But I need some of those deals that, that the Cowboys have running out. I took some video of it. Yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't cost very much. You don't think so. Booster Club's going to have to really? step up really now they got they got smoke going everywhere <laughs> <laughs> you need some big dollar donors i don't club on this well with the with the reach of this show oh that's I mean, it? that's why it's going to change everything that's why i i stepped it up from the morning show really to to the afternoon it has nothing to retiring no no okay. no, no. Right. i already told oh. i haven't told you <laughs> That's how it usually works. You must know my wife. <laughs> Nobody ever tells me anything. Anyway, Razorback uh, Billy in here. We'll, we'll, we'll start, uh, obviously, for the uh, couple of segments before we mm-hmm. get uh, Coach Stanford in here, talking about your Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You made the trip. Made the trip. Went to Jerry's World. Went to Jerry's World. Got to see the uh, hogs taking I, on the eggs. My, my theory behind it was, was I, since they've been going to Jerry's World, I've been twice. And they won both times. I like that. And I thought, man, this this is the year we need a, need a victory. I'm going. And uh, got me some tickets late and uh, headed down there. And we laid an egg. We just laid an egg. We didn't play good. I mean... A&M beat us by 12. A good team would have beat us by 112 the well, way we played. that many, but more than 12. Okay. 92. <laughs> okay. More yeah. than 12. They, yeah. you're, I was most concerned in, in two areas. Number one, I, I don't know the last time I've seen an Arkansas offensive line that, that just you know, got e- dominated. Everybody's talking about play calling and, mm. and all, all kinds of stuff. And, and I, don't, I don't like some of it, but they know more than I do, obviously. But, man, when you – like fourth and one, you know, you're, I, I've got really good seats, but yet there's this big screen TV that's up there, so you get every replay, right? And so we wouldn't get it on fourth and one. I'd be like, what went wrong? And I'd go up there and, like, Latham, our our offensive lineman, he goes – I mean, he's he's got to get just to the right of somebody and just get a shoulder on some. And he's ducking his head and putting his shoulder down or whatever, and he goes to the ground. Never even t- I saw that happen three times. He whiffs on the whiffs. block. Yeah, you can't. No, you can't whiff somebody who's right in front of you. No, and it's I, I, it's unbelievable. I, I can't. I mean, I hate to pick on somebody. No, no, and no, no, I, no, no. But uh, and that's an example. Yeah, it's I mean, an example. You, there, there, there's t- I mean, there's lots of times where you just don't do very good, or or you're up against someone who's who's manhandling you or yeah. whatever. I understand that. This is you're not getting a paw on somebody, right. and that's I, now. There's there's a bunch of talk about it's it's completely shaken up offensive line this week and everything, and you know. It was rough, but you know we, that's how Arkansas does. Hell, we played lights out against LSU. LSU. The week before. You played really you know. well against LSU. But all right, so so for 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 guys who aren't football player mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. this has always kind of been the way. Mm-hmm. And, and when Coach gets in there, we can ask him too. Eleven guys are on the field at one time for you. Typically, you win or lose based on. Which handful of the eleven are on their game that day? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know that sounds like really stupid. Like, yeah. obviously, no, it's really not. It's, and it, it's sometimes in the eleven on eleven matchups, you're not having a good day. That guy's having a good day across from right. you, right. and you're losing your mm-hmm. matchup that day. And, and, and it there's a bunch ha- of technique that goes oh, in. Yeah. You know, it's not just no, how no, no. physically strong you are right, and stuff right, like that right. in the trenches. And as it well. doesn't have to be you win all eleven spots because mm-hmm. you're not mm-hmm. going to. That's right. You, unless you're just playing somebody that's horrible, that's you're not right. going to win all eleven mm-hmm. spots every day, every game, every down. But you need to be winning a majority of them, or you're not going to be successful. So if even it, three of the five offensive linemen are winning that day. You don't run behind the one or two that aren't. You can just see it early on. This isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. But it didn't hey, you feel know, like they were winning any any places. No, and you know you you, you think about uh, 
when Jeremy Harrell was in here last week. Right. I mean, you said, you know, you're building a team or you're, you know, I can't remember what the question was, but he said it, it's, you know, what you can do on offense and what you can do on defense is strictly on those guys up front. Yeah. It's not all the prima donnas and the guys that make all the money and, and all that. It's those guys in the trenches and you kind of go as they go. And that's, that's where we've been weak offensively is, is right there this year. Which boggles the mind because that's Sam's thing. Right. That's his yeah. position group. Yeah. That's his and history. It's his. He's the one who's looking at him going, my offensive line coach is out of the same mind I'm going to be. We're going after guy. Unless you have just injuries that decimate you, yeah, that ought to be the – I hate to use the word bell cow because it's such a stupidly overused word, but that ought to be the bell cow part of this team's offense you rely on because this is the the heart of the coach right here. Right. No, I mean – And yet, where is it? You just, you just don't th- – I mean, I don't know if – just because I hadn't followed it that closely is it you know I mean he's got an offensive line coach and and you just don't you don't know how hands-on he's been with but but I've seen a bunch of video on social media this week and I don't know that that Arkansas and then their social media department didn't do that on purpose is you know is Pittman said hey you need to show you know and not only that Pittman's cussing a little bit at it and that's just stuff that we don't see uh typically so I mean you know we're all boys and girls. That's right. If you can't, if you get bothered by a coach cussing at no, some twenty-year-olds no. about you know, uh, go to Coach Stanford's, uh, and I, I reposted it as well on my Twitter. But Coach Stanford reposted, and I can't remember. Oh, it's an Alabama, uh, maybe receiver, or I can't remember. Or it may have been a linebacker. Why well, Coach Stanford? But he reposted it, and it's this kid who's coming over the sideline. Saban's chewing his tail or whatever, and they ask him in this press conference. They said, "You know what? What? You know what was he saying or whatever?" And he, like, how do you handle that with right. him getting on? And he said, "He said I'm I'm a man." And he said, "I need that." And he said, "You just have to you have to filter through that part and know that he's he's coaching you with right. what he's saying, and you got to you know it's because whatever." And so it's a really really cool deal but i i got it off coach stanford it's not personal no it's no. the job they don't That's want you, you to doing. fail nope they don't they don't get paid those big dollars because they're putting people out there that fail hmm. for the same reason that that everybody thinks my kid should be playing receiver my kid should be playing defensive back or whatever and those coaches are putting who they think is the the 11 best yes. at, at any given player what i mean they're they're not playing favorites. Well, well, the guy we think is one of the 11 best and was one of the two or three best quarterbacks in the conference did not have a good week as well. Mm-hmm. We'll come back. We'll talk about KJ yep. when we return. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Razorback, Billy Lavender. It's about 15 after the hour. You're on the fan, 107.9. You've escaped the screens. The sun bathes everything in a golden glow. Your friend hands you a cold, organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. The first national USDA-certified organic beer. Organic by nature. Enjoy responsibly. 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, St. Louis, Missouri. This community... Call the fire department when things go bad. They don't know what to do. A family member who will come up and give me a hug or shake my hand and say, hey, you took care of my dad X number of years ago, and they just wanted to say thank you and how much you meant to them. Things like that. Just 
thought that everything that I could have done volunteers nothing stronger than the heart of a volunteer. What makes essential workers essential? We build safe roads for you to drive on. We harvest fresh produce for your families to eat. Help you heal you're sick. We get you where you need to go. We keep where you work and live clean and safe. We make sure you get what you need to make your household work. You're the essential workers who help our nation run. You're in every city, town, and corner of our country, and you come from all over the globe. And you have essential protections under the law. I'm Marty Walsh. The Wage and Hour Division at the Department of Labor helps ensure you receive the essential protections you deserve. If you have questions about your pay or about your job protection during an illness, visit our website or call 866-4US-WAGE. That's 866-487-9243. We can provide help in more than 200 years. Brought to you by the United States Department of Labor. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At four in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey, and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veteran's guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan. Brought to you by Liberty Hilo ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. All righty, 18 and a half after the hour. Leaving the Yard, Chuck Zach and Razorback Billy Lavender in here. Jerry Stanford going to join us in uh, about uh, 10, 12 minutes. We've got to make sure we open the door so the big tiger can get in here. We uh, have tomorrow, uh, Dwight McCowan's going to be in here, his first Thursday foray, so we remind you of that. And also, we're doing trivia again tomorrow. You can't win, Billy. uh, First of all, so I have never, ever won a trivia question. Ever. Ever. And so I was was walking in my place, coming home from work, and watching you on. Okay. I mean, I'd gone from from my car to, to the phone and watching it, whatever, and you said it. And I was like, man, the only woman, woman who's that, made $100,000 a year in their sport was. And, and I, Billie Jean King. Yeah, Billie Jean and, King. I mean, I was just trying to think of someone that, I mean, I had no freaking clue. And I'm, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure someone could just Google that and it probably pop up or whatever. But probably. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't trying to win. I just thought Billie Jean, you yeah. know, I mean, I had seen there was an answer on there. Nancy uh, Lopez. Nancy Lopez. Right. As I was typing it in, that was on there or whatever. And so I just put it in there. Well, you never said anything or whatever. And so I, you, at, right after I typed that, you were coming back on there and you said, no, 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 we've had a couple of good, right. get whatever. And I was like, okay, well, it wasn't, a, wasn't the right no. deal or whatever. And then at the end of the show, I was, and I was like, well, I screwed that up. No, I was, you know, I, I mean, can't give you the prize, yeah, though. You can't yeah. get the nukes. Yeah. 
We'll do it again tomorrow. Ten dollar gift card tomorrow. Sorry. So we'll get you another. No, no, that's nobody good. knew it. Nobody else knew it. So I appreciate that. I just yeah. can't give you the card. Yeah. You're an employee. You can't yeah. do it. So, anywho, we'll do it again tomorrow and uh, give you a chance to. They do win that at the, the bank bucks. to me. They're like, eh, you're an employee. Sorry, you, can't, you don't we can't win pay that. you. <laughs> <laughs> can't well, they pay you. Oh, wait a minute. That's probably a job you don't want anymore. If they say that, we can't pay you. Uh, Anyhow, 903-735-9905 is the uh, studio hotline here. Uh, we were talking Razorbacks, and uh, off the air, you and I were, I don't know, kind of shaking our head about what happened to K.J. Jefferson. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we talked, and I, I said he's slower this year. Yep. For some reason, it looks like he's put on yep. some weight. You know, we, Landon Jackson put on 40, 45, a really good muscle and everything. Yeah. KJ looks like 40 or 45. It just doesn't look – I mean, he's just not as fast. And But like I said, is he was on his butt half of that second half sure i mean it, it just it's especially when they knew that we had to pass it and everything but uh it just was a it just was a bad game and they did a good job of taking his running game away. right that's right they really spied that's on right. him and did not let him get loose because that's if you're playing man and you're running with a receiver and the quarterback's taking that's 40 yep. yards and you can't do anything about yep. the eggs did a really good job I agree. taking that away as well and rocket wasn't Looking like he wasn't ready to come back yet. Just didn't look like it. He looks heavy to me. Yeah, well, he's coming back off an injury. Yeah. And he just didn't look ready yet. And they may have rushed him a week week earlier than they needed to. Yeah. Or maybe they needed to. Maybe they felt they weren't going to be able to be competitive without him. I thought our back that started did decent for, you know, but – we didn't open up many holes, no, and no. it just it just wasn't a you know we like I say we we kept ourselves in the game just from some you know some uh, turnovers and and things like that, but then we gave it away with things like so that. So you play LSU really really well on the road. You come back to this neutral site game. Didn't finish the LSU game off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just wonder. We, we've got three weeks in a row now of taking some shots psychologically mm-hmm. for this group. Mm-hmm. Lost a game to BYU. They didn't expect to lose. Went into Death Valley and played well, but didn't come out with a W. Then go over to Dallas. Don't play well. As you said, could have gotten run out of the building if all had gone the way it looked like it was going to. Now you got to go to Ole Miss. You know, the, the, the thing is, is Ole Miss is coming off a – Big victory right. at home against LSU when it went down to the wire. Well, we just took that same team to the wire at their place right. at night. So I don't know exactly how good Ole Miss is. Uh, I just know they're that, ranked. They're yeah, number what sixteen well, I think in the country. All those rankings, right? I, I don't. Know. We're early and they're still yeah, sorting out. I don't know. To to me, this year there's not a top ten team. I mean, I don't in the, see, in the conference. No, just just any. there's not a top ten I, I team. Just, you know, usually in the top five, you see teams that you're like, man, they they're gonna win ninety five percent of their games. Right. But I mean, I'm looking at Alabama and Georgia and Texas and Michigan, the, Michigan and the, those teams, and I'm thinking they can be beat any given okay. week. Oh, I, I see. You what know you're what I'm saying? saying? You don't I, feel like there's a legit. Like, yeah, I mean, it, of course there's. There's always a poll, but... Uh, no, so I, I think what you... Let me see if I get this. There may be 15 teams that are top five teams. Yes. So there's not yeah. really five that yeah. separate themselves from the pack. I don't think we're as top heavy this year no, as I agree. we've been in the... No, so that's I what, agree. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying usually 
usually the top five teams are top heavy. Right. Usually it's Michigan and Georgia and Alabama and Ohio State right. and whoever. You, whomever. Right. You know, maybe Texas is fixing to make a run or, right. you know, at that. But but now it just seems like there's not any of those teams. No, you know, I, I, you're completely that's, that's you're, kind of what no, I was you're completely right. And I think seeing the SEC, which has usually been dominating mm-hmm. the polls, mm-hmm. and the Pac-12, which this year seems to be very top-heavy in, mm-hmm. in good teams, about a half dozen of them mm-hmm. that have been in and out of the top 25, they're kind of dominating. And I didn't, I didn't see hardly any of the uh, Colorado-USC game, but, you know. I watched the first if, half. If, if, and and – USC dominated that, right? Killed them in the first half. But, That's why I shut it off. But it was a – I mean, at the end, it was a – Touchdown game. Touchdown game. Right. And so it was a touchdown game, and Colorado had just freaking gotten blown off the page right. against Oregon. So and maybe Oregon's at – where, where are they in the polls? Are they yeah, four they're or in the, so? Yeah, they're, they're in the top ten. Top ten. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, I, I mean, it's any given Saturday. You know, I mean, it's just – it's like baseball. All right, so we got – Ole Miss and then Bama. Mm. <laughs> Both on the road. Both on the road. I'm, I'm ready for them to come home already. Can we skip those and just can we get play to Mississippi, Mississippi State? State? Yeah. Can yeah. We please, yeah. please get to the Bulldogs. Please. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, you know, we got just much chance of beating the team that's better than us than we do a team that's worse than us. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah. I mean, we're Arkansas, right? Right. I mean, no. I, 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 I was one that was a pessimist this year. Yep. I was just like, yeah, we're just not, you know. I mean, I think the schedule suited us, you know, more than in, in the years past. See, I didn't think that. You didn't think that? I looked at that schedule and thought, this is really difficult. I I didn't expect <laughs> BYU to necessarily be a team like that anybody was worried about. But I mm-hmm. thought the next five-game mm-hmm. run that they're right now getting in the middle of this next week, this yeah. week, I thought this was a really hard five or six games in a row. That you're only home the one time, you could potentially lose three in a row coming into that one home game, and mm-hmm. then you go back to Florida. It just well, didn't look it, like that schedule know, was. And of course, when I say I look at a schedule being favorable, I'm not looking at it being six and six or seven and five. Yeah. My idea of favorable is: is this a nine-win mm-hmm. schedule? And I didn't think this had a nine-win schedule potential yeah. in it. I thought it was more dangerous to potentially be a four-win schedule than a nine-win yeah. schedule. I thought. I thought. I thought five or six uh, was was more feasible than or not whatever the what it, word more is, realistic more realistic than eight or nine. See, I, I, th- I thought four. I mean, and, five or and six. and that's with what you thought was a favorable schedule. Right, right. I, I said the schedule is more favorable, and and what I consider more favorable is like Georgia dropping off or whatever. Right. But uh, but I like to know this is just Arkansas, right? right. Okay, this uh, that. We're playing the weaker teams at home. That's that's what I like, and I know that kind of goes against. But my theory behind that is, is you're supposed to beat those teams. So if if it gets close, you know, if you're not playing well, at least you're at home and you got that little boost, and you're playing them. Okay. Whereas if you're playing a, a Alabama at home and you play your best. You're probably not going to win, you know. So we got Alabama on the road, LSU on the road, Ole Miss on the road, Florida on the road, Florida on the road. You know, and I mean that was just going into the season. That's what I was thinking. Let me ask you: Next year, mm-hmm. as this conference brings in Texas mm-hmm. and OU, mm-hmm. do we have any idea yet what the schedule is going to look like? How oh, many? Yeah. How many non-conference games are they going to get? Two or three? 
Uh, I think it goes to three. I think we so play got, nine. So they've got four this year, right? Uh-huh. They got the three at the beginning. Mm-hmm. They always put one mm-hmm. right there at the mm-hmm. back end, right before Florida Missouri. Florida International yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So this this next year, it's only going to be three. Uh huh. And and so not only that, but uh, we drew Texas. So Texas and OU are going to play everybody half and half. So they were, you know, uh, Texas was given half the conference to play, and OU was given half the, the half. conference to play. Right. Uh, and. And they also did the schedule, who you will play based on the last 10 years, what your record was. Okay. So we don't have – I think we don't play Alabama and Georgia. Okay. Uh, so our we, we should have a favorable schedule, uh, schedule next year. Next year. Uh, and two, I don't care as long as we beat Texas and we got uh, them at home. See, that's it. There you go. I don't. I'm not a fan of the three games non conference mm-hmm. to start the year. Mm-hmm. I, I just am not. Well, I, and some, do, do, some, some, some people. You know, I mean, there's been years that we've played the first game. You know, out of the shoot, we'd play South Carolina right. or what? I mean, they, there's people right. who work it, work it in. I'd and like I, one. Yeah, I, I'd like to see one, two max. Yeah, and then I want to see a conference game. Yeah. And I, BYU well, but, was a good but, opponent, but, but you also I got—I mean, you—you you also got to follow the money. I and if, if you get Alabama against, you know, every, you know, every per, they may lose. But I don't want to see Alabama, but, but I want to see a conference game. But now we're going into, uh, now we're going into uh, the the part of the schedule, or now we're going into the year where. You're going to have more playoff teams, so right. it's more feasible to do that. So you may see SEC. The, the, the SEC schedule is just a one year like this, and then and they're also doing the championship game. Where do you have the most fun? You have the most fun at games that you know we're going to win, or the most fun at games that you don't know we're going to win, but are against Listen, better opponents. After COVID, I have so much fun at every game I go to. Man, that's the answer. I, I, mean, I, I do. I, I love scoring a bunch. I know you do. I love scoring a bunch. Everybody and then does. It, and then it depends on who, who you're playing. I mean, if it's Texas, it, do, it, it, doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter. It's going to be the best no matter right. what. Right. It's going to be the best no matter what. Okay. And you like to but, – but what you don't want is you don't want to drive – you don't want to drive four and a half or four hours and have to drive four hours back that night, knowing knowing that you're you got a chance to just I mean that you don't have a chance. And I and I thought Are there that, any that, games on there you don't feel like we have a chance? No. Well, see, then you're good. Right. It doesn't matter right. who you're playing. No. You ever been to an OU Texas game? No. Ever want to? Uh, I would. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. I figure as an Arkansas, like my, I, my wife, what I like about like, no. go, what I like going about going to games that Arkansas is not playing is at at the end it doesn't matter it, if right. I'm rooting for Texas just or if I'm game. rooting for Oklahoma right. it doesn't matter it's it's fun being around college atmosphere there you go yep. all right well, I got music coach We're is take here a break oh he's already here yep. His entourage with him? Has he got his with him? He's got a guy opening the door for him. Oh, I like that. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll come right back. Texas High's athletic director, head football coach, the unbeaten. You say that when you can. Jerry Stanford going to join us next. Here on Leaving the Yard, Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy on the fan, 107.9. 
fun. Nothing beats a four-wheeler. And everybody who sees our Honda ATV wants to win it. You can roll into fall in a brand new ATV. It's easy to enter. Just scan the QR code in a participating sponsor like Daily Deals, Hale's House of Horrors, or iFurniture. And get ready to ride away on your new Honda four-wheeler. From H&W Power Sports, Civic Heart, and Texarkana's local sports leader. 107.9 The Fan. Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer, Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. No, has this happened to you? Don't away. It's repaired by Antic Services. It says, Scott has repaired phones. No others would touch. He said, fixed machine and phone and came out looking awesome. get dark we can't see the help that's all around us maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent you lost your job when you don't know where to turn let 211 be your guiding light our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need 211 how can i help you call or visit 211.org 211 get connected get help a message from united way and the ad council the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. 107.10 forecast for the four states. Showers and thunderstorms likely tonight, 80%. Some of those could produce heavy rainfall. Low of 65. Showers, possibly thunderstorms, 90% probability tomorrow. High of 76, 20% chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, low of 61. Whatever you do in the fall, it's more fun on a four-wheeler, and you can win one from us. Enter by scanning the QR code at participating sponsors. This is Leaving the Yard with Chuck Zach, presented by Liberty ILO ISD, and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing, on 107.9 The Fan. Welcome back. 25 minutes till the top of the hour. We're leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Razorback, Billy Lavender, and uh, our special guest on a uh, Texas High Wednesday show. That's uh, athletic director and head football coach Jerry Stanford. We're talking about guilty pleasure suits. I'd have never guessed you as a suits guy, Coach. Never. Love it. Love it. It's whimsical. It's comedy. It's drama. You've got to have – you got to think. Um it's, there's the legal practices in very intriguing. Yes, and, uh, mm-hmm. it's. I, I said this earlier. It's 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 Seinfeld with drama. Hmm. See, I never thought of. I it hadn't like. thought about that. Going to make me go. Mm, I don't know about that, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. 
It's a very intriguing show. I did not expect to see that. As you, what was your last one that you binged on before you went back into Suits? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I'll be honest. I, I have to go back and think about it. Um, Coach Harrell's a – he's Game of Thrones. Game of Let's Thrones don't guy. don't leave Coach Harrell out of this conversation. <laughs> never That's go. all he keeps going back to every time. I never go to what I think about that conversation. Um, <laughs> You know, um, Justified was really good. I have never the, the, seen the, the, the first. Right, right, right. The new stuff is not. Nah, see. But the first Justifieds. I heard that too. Were awesome. Yeah, see, I, I didn't mean, see. They them. were really, really, really good. That's next summer's watch for me. Justified. The year. Justified. Go back to the, yep. the one. Yep. Uh, the Chicago PD, Chicago Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't binged on it early, but it's good. Y'all seen Chosen? No. Oh, it's. About the, I mean, it brings the Bible to life. It's so good. Is it so good? I've seen pieces of that, and it, oh, it is good. Man, uh, movie The Covenant that came out last week was good. Really? Um, it's just on sacrifice and servanthood. Right, right, right. Um, Middle East translator during Desert Storm, all that. We're not a big TV family. Like time is of the essence. Oh, I got it. So, you're, you're in season right now, anyway. Yeah, you, you're you, my son reads me off stats and rosters, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I have no idea who these people are I, I can't help you he's reading you stats and rosters for what nfl nfl guys oh, he's asking me All questions like, what do you think about this guy do you yeah. think this guy's is good I'm like, tate I, I don't know how old is how old's tate 11 all right so he's into the stat part right now oh, he loves it see that's how i you was gotta, growing up you gotta see in fact it kind of blew up on social media tate went to school dressed as coach stanford yeah i saw that uh, yeah <laughs> oh, cool. i saw it he looked just like him identical yeah <laughs> Are you enjoying bye week? Is there nothing? Is there anything better than bye week? No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're right in the middle of and, it. And, bye week's and by, the best. In bye week, you still have uh, middle school games, and you yeah, know, it's I mean, just a good time. Yeah. yeah. Um, middle school games. Seventh graders home Monday night. They won. Eighth grade won Tuesday night. And in Hallsville, um, it, it's a, it lands at a good time to get healthy. We got a little bit healthy last week. Uh, we're getting a lot more healthy this week. Uh, it's a good time for us right here with this next four weeks that we've got coming. It's going to be a tough stretch. For for people that aren't paying attention, you know, what, August 1st, seventh. basically, 7th? Mm-hmm. You guys have been going almost two full months yep. nonstop yep. to say we're going to finally get a couple of days to take a breath, back off kids a little bit, mm-hmm. let them breathe a little bit, sure. refocus on the second half of this 10 games of regular season and what last five of the district schedule and and then get ready to try to make the next push you guys have to recharge your batteries at some point in time i you know i know back in the day i don't think they did bye weeks when there was no zero week this has got to be a blessing though you you go back and you think about a season and you think about kids and you just think about the world we live in today um there's already not not a lot of room to breathe for kids or coaches and so then you throw into a season like we've been through at this point this year um, and just the calamity of everything around it uh, that you deal with from grades to attendance to school, just life, just life in general. Life is not easy for Personal kids. stuff, yeah, yeah, you got it. And so you get um, – there, there's a ton that comes with the mental health side, the physical health side where you just got to be able to take a deep breath at some point. And so this has been a good week. Um, it, as, as we told the kids, this is a, a week to respond physically, mentally, um, and everything that we're trying to do, we're trying to respond. 
uh, in a positive way. One, reflect on what we've done, build on what we've done, but yet respond in a way to keep going um, in, in all aspects of life. There are some coaches hate bye week because they're out of their routine. Like, I don't like that week. I want to keep going what we're going because I don't yeah. know what those kids are going to be like when I get them back the next week sure. if we haven't been on our strict routine. You have a pretty young team this year. Very. Does this feel like you're a little bit concerned about getting back on the horse next week with everybody where they're supposed to be, or is that not really a problem? You know, you don't ever know if it's a problem or not until you come out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I tell you, it's a blessing. Right. I mean, with as young as it is, you know, the physical and mental toll that it takes on a – you know 16 sophomores on varsity or whatever it is and two freshmen on varsity that's a stiff toll that it takes not just on their body but on their mind so they they need a little bit of the ability to just go all right here we go now and so that's kind of where we are and so we've taken a very primitive primitive approach to this week um, to focus on academics focus on their mental health to focus on what it looks like to make a push at the end sure and so we want to be playing our best football when we come out so to fine-tune some of our backups this week, to fine-tune some of the things that we feel like we're missing and limited on, and to be able to still, like, we're not going in pads this week. Uh, right. We're really working on the finer points of what we're trying to get better at. Uh, preparing for Marshall at the same time, that's a task within itself, uh, and the ability just to back off. Yeah, I was going to say is is having a bye week, and you say recharge your batteries and, and slow down, sometimes having j- – just football every day a lot of these kids need that it's something that they can do and and uh you know talk a little bit about that yeah you know i mean football keeps them busy keeps them Mm on i mean it takes them away from some of the worst things in their life yeah and so uh that part yeah i I get it all um but the other flip side of that is man y'all have got kids Mm -hmm. there's times you need time away from your kids Mm -hmm. and and so there's time your kids need time away from you yeah and, and so you, you, you say August 7th, but what you really mean is June 1st, mm-hmm. right. where we've been really pushing through this thing and really trying to hammer out a roster and really trying to prepare teams. And from, you know, you talk about 220 high school kids playing football that you're trying to get ready to play ninth grade up. Then you had another 200 in the seventh and eighth grade. Mm. That's a lot on them. It's a lot on coaches. It's a lot on coaches' wives, families. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs a little bit of a break right here. And so we, we relish this week. Um, particularly where it falls at a good point six, seven weeks into the season from scrimmage to now. And so uh, we feel like we're in a good spot. And you, you say getting getting more healthy this week, yeah. last week, and then this week. Talk a little bit about it doesn't seem like you've had your whole team together at all this year. Uh, and talk a little bit about people that are stepping up. Yeah, sure. You know, with, with his – we can't say we're young anymore. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not possible yet. Age-wise, maybe. Experience-wise, we're growthful now at this point. But with some of that, the physicality side of that takes a toll on a 15-year-old body. Our left tackle's 14, just turned 15 last Saturday. <laughs> um, and there, there's numerous of those mm-hmm. types of kids, mm-hmm. and so the physicality that this level takes to play. Maybe you haven't been through enough off seasons to harden up those muscles, mm-hmm. to build that strength, to be able to play at this level. Your body's got to have a break. Um, and so through that, you know, Colleyville is really where we saw some damage done to the roster as far as injuries for at least a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt like we got uh, three, to three or four of those back last week. Mm-hmm. We feel like we get three or four of those guys back 
this coming week coming for Marshall. And so we feel good about where we are within that, but knowing we still got to stay the course, refresh our body, kind of, you know, put us in the ice bath, so to speak, to let our body cool down, re-gear up for the hopefully what's a long season push. We're halfway through five, and we're going to take a break here in about 45 seconds, so I don't want to jump too hard into a uh, an, another question that's got a long answer to it. But I will say this, or ask you this, short answer. Uh, wife happier this week? Yeah. Get, get some dates, get some t- you know, time together where... We get the weekend. She, she, <laughs> you get the weekend? We get the weekend. Which you wouldn't so, normally uh, get. No, yeah, our first date was Texas OU game. Really, um, and so we'll we usually try to go to that. Oh, that's cool. Often as we can, and so it falls in a good week where oh, we can perfect. go to Texas yeah. OU yeah. this weekend and kind of recharge a little bit. The week's still the week for me with sure. middle school football. Volleyball's away tonight. Um, our band's got a big competition this Saturday, but it works out to where I can see a lot of different things um, and spend the weekend with her at the fair and go to the game. If she can't go, Billy's talking about wanting to go. Well, I just, just want, so you know, he's just seen a lot of bad football. <laughs> Yeah, I saw saw that Arkansas-LSU game. That was a lot of bad football. We're going to take a break. 15 minutes till the top of the hour. Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy, Jerry Stanford in here. We'll take a break. We're coming right back here on The Fan 7-9. You've escaped the screens. Sunbates everything in a golden glow. Your friend hands you a cold organic beer that tastes as perfect as nature itself. That's pure gold. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, the first national USDA certified organic beer. Organic by nature. Enjoy responsibly 2020 Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Pure Gold, St. Louis, Missouri. In this up and down economy, the sense of protecting every penny so hard for to achieve the all-American dream. Let Stuart Title, with 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Tax Arcana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. A girl of Vermont School suspended because she said she felt uncomfortable with a biological male changing in the girls' locker room. We used to stand up for women's rights, but not now. The Bible teaches that God created us as male or female, and happiness begins by accepting ourselves as God made us. Moral absolutes are better than the changing limbs of gender confusion. I'm Pastor John. Visit me at churchontherock.org. Greater Texarkana Young Professionals is thrilled to host their annual fall event, Destination Downtown, Friday, October 13th, in the Downtown Entertainment District. Tickets are on sale now and can be purchased at texarkana.org backslash gtyp. Join the pre-party at Perot Theater catered by Pecan Point. Then, enjoy complimentary food, drinks, and entertainment from several participating downtown businesses. Find out more at Greater Texarkana Young Professionals' Facebook page or online at texarkana.org backslash gtyp. In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. 
To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. and easy cash? Come to Paul's Pawn and Gun. They specialize in collateral loans that can get you the money you need fast. Paul's Pawn and Gun has a variety of firearms, accessories, antiques, jewelry, and tools ready to take home today. Come by Paul's Pawn and Gun, 2609 East 9th Street. Come see our jewels and grip our tools. Paul's Pawn and Gun, 2609 East 9th Street. What's going on in the Twin Cities? It's the fans' community calendar. The Texarkana Boy County Family Health Center, 902 West 12th Street, provides supplemental foods which promote good health for infants and children up to age 5, pregnant breastfeeding and postpartum women, nutrition education programs, and nutritional development assessments Monday through Thursday from 7 till noon and 1 to 6. Call 903-798-3250. Leaving the Yard live at 5 Monday through Thursday afternoons. And Leaving the Yard Rewind Tuesday through Friday mornings at 7 on 1079 The Fan. I tripped on a cloud, I fell eight miles high. Took my mind upon a jacket sky. I just dropped in. See what condition my condition was. All right, we got 10 minutes till top of the hour. Chuck Zach, Razorback Billy Lavender, and Texas High Coach Jerry Stanford hanging out today. Bye week for the Tigers. The uh, big showdown with Marshall next weekend. Kind of been pointing toward that one all year. I know you each week's an important game and all that stuff, but realistically, when we started the season, it looked like the two of you were probably the class of the, of the uh, district. I think this four-week stretch right here is tough on us. Um, I think it's really good for what we did in non-district. I mean, our goal in non-district, as we try to schedule a relatively tough schedule there, we want to make sure we split. And we were fortunate to come out uh, 4-0 out of that. But you look back at who they've played and what they've been able to do with Lone Star, Colleyville Heritage, Benton, the legacy with the big win last week over Mesquite to try to set them up. Uh, I felt like that's tested us at least. Sure. So you come out of the open week, and what I believe right now is our toughest stretch district-wise, for sure, bar, bar none. Um, and we go Marshall away, Knack at home, uh, White House away, who's going to be probably at that game probably 8-1, and one. Um, possibly depending on how things go the next couple of weeks for this championship. Next week versus Marshall is going to play large implications right. into that. Um, and then finish up with Pine Tree at home. And so this is going to be this – that's why the break falls really good for us with these next four weeks coming. Uh, these are going to be four physically and mentally just straining weeks. When you – I can't remember. I think maybe it was Trey I was talking to, Trey Outlaw, a couple of weeks ago. And we were talking about scheduling non-district opponents that are going to get you prepared for district opponents. Yeah. 
that that you're looking for somebody like for them magnolia runs a specific you know almost wing t kind of offense how do i find somebody that's going to run something do you do the same kind of thing are you looking around finding not just who's a quality opponent but who does a similar system to somebody you may be seeing during the season yeah schematically we are looking for those types of things um relatively we're looking for teams to really show us who we are or are not that goes back to the scrimmage with Longview. Right. We find out pretty early on in that scrimmage, we are or we are not <laughs> in whatever capacity. And so you then you look at who else we've scheduled schematically, it fits into who we play district, but more importantly, it looks into who we're going to see in the playoffs, hopefully. Right. Um, that we feel like we've been battle-tested and seen the level of skill plus the level of scheme. Um, so we're, we're obviously realignments coming up. We're working on this next year. Sure, uh, we've got some tentative games scheduled at this point uh, that we feel like are going to do those same things out of Dallas. You know, I, and you threw we, you and I were talking during the break. Longview out there. Longview's had this long history of games with Marshall, Lufkin, Tyler, Legacy, et cetera. I, they've almost outgrown playing Marshall. Sure. Yeah, and they've they've that series has become extremely one sided, kind of like Texas High Arkansas was mm-hmm. for the last few years of it. Any thought maybe of getting Longview away from a scrimmage and back into an actual maybe non-district game? You know, we've talked about it. I'll tell you the hardest thing is neither one of us can find a scrimmage. Uh, There's uh, that as a problem. And so nobody's going to scrimmage us because, one, they're in our district, or two, Coach King and I, neither one of us want to go smaller. We want to either go bigger or relative. Right. Um, schematically and just physicality of what we're going to see and so it fits us well right there we've had the conversation of either one of us ever ended up in a real bind and we had to we would right um, obviously the possibilities of Longview going 6A this time around are there yep. uh, which hopefully would free up a game for us with Tyler Legacy both of us agree we like that game sure um, we try to schedule either two teams out of Dallas in non-district if, if we're going to be in a seven-team district right uh, Pine Tree's going to drop to 4A uh, so that's going to kind of throw a wrench in our district. Looks like the possibilities of Jacksonville coming up um, might retain the district that we're in. Um, but we'll still look to find at least two teams out of Dallas for a home-and-home home su- uh, series like we did with Colleyville and Lone Star. Um, we're in conversations right now with South Oak Cliff and Argyle. Um, those make sense to sure. us on what we would see. But as long as it's not too close to a playoff situation where we could see one or the other. Right. Snapshot day is what three weeks away. I think we're the week of the twenty third through the twenty seventh. Yeah, we're right around the corner. So we're coming up close on it. So for folks who don't know what we mean by snapshot day, the state's going to get an idea about what your enrollment looks like on that day during that week, and then as they get closer to February, they'll begin the process of deciding what classifications are going to be the, the, the drop-dead numbers and then ultimately putting you into districts in February when they make the announcement the first week of February. So it's exciting time every two years. It's stressful, I'm sure, as coaches. Yeah. You know, the sec- the second year of realignment's great because you pretty much got everything scheduled. You just flip them from home to away and vice versa. But the first year where we're coming up now, you're scrambling for yeah. games sometimes. We are. And and so, uh, you know, success and travel play a large part into the people that are willing to play us and or willing to travel. Yep. Um, and Coach Gibson experiences the same thing. You know, it's, it's not unfamiliar to be out in this area and experience those things. Um, and so right now we, we know that we're going to be Division Two and 5A. That's not a question. Right. Um, it's just relative to who else is going to and when they do make that cutoff number. What does that look like from the standpoint of people losing or gaining games? And the reality is we're not going to have our interest till February. 
right? And mm-hmm. when people really start having to stretch because they end up in a team district. Yeah. Or they end up in a six-team district. Mm. Now they're like, oh, you don't have anybody. Neither do we. Want to play? Come to Texarkana. I don't want to. You don't have a choice. That's right. You got nobody. That's 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 how the Colleyville situation landed was Colleyville was, I mean, we were three weeks past realignment when that game finally got finalized. He didn't want, they didn't, I mean, and I get it. It had nothing to do with us. It had to do with, we don't want to drive to Texarkana. Right. Well, we don't mind driving to Dallas, so let's make it work. Yeah, there it is. So, so you're, you know, you say we're we're on our, we're coming up against a tough stretch, and we're at our bye week. And if if there was a Mason Dixon line that that you had coming into the season, would you say that your team is above that or below that? Are you a little bit behind where you thought you were would be, or are you a little bit ahead of where you thought you would be? We are. Let me put it. This way, we are where we want to be. Okay. Okay. Um, sitting six and zero, oh, I mean, okay. obviously that that plays into the record side of it all. I think um, an execution side of things, we're finding out who we are. Okay. Uh, uh, injuries played a, a little bit of mm-hmm. factor in that. We felt like offensively we were really hitting a good stride um, before a couple of injuries. Mm-hmm. Defensively, we feel like we've hit our stride now, and we're trying to build on it. Mm-hmm. We feel like we've each week defensively we've improved, improved, mm-hmm. improved. Saw a tremendous um, high-level offense last week that really mm-hmm. tested us and put us in some situation where we kept improving. Mm-hmm. So we feel like we're trying to get offensively back to where we felt like we were before some injuries. Defensively, we're trying to pick up steam. And if we can create that unicorn of a, a mesh right there mm-hmm. at the right time, right place, and hit a stride, Make a run. we could do some things. Yeah, uh, Lane sends me stats every mm-hmm. weekend when you guys finish up, and I'm amazed how remarkably balanced you guys have been you know, normally you fall onto one side or the other. I, I don't know if I've seen his, since you've been here. Have you been this balanced? Maybe yards passing, yards rushing on the offensive side. Yeah. So what we offensively as a staff, what we talk about balance is we talk about are we balancing out the amount of touches by the right people? Right. So we don't necessarily look at run and pass, although it, it factors into what we're doing. But we look at it, is Javari getting the right amount of touches? Is Ball getting his touches? TJ. Brandon Hall, sure. Keep going on the Knox Pill Green guys that are really stepping up, and then you got some of our young guys, Cam Reitner, um, Shavante Montgomery. All of these young guys are also factoring into those That's things. A tough so job this year, boy. <laughs> we want to be a balanced offense to force more pressure on the defense from right. being able to sign in and say we've got to stop the run. Right. That's where they live. We've got, and so when we so because of the people that we do have, it allows us to be fifty fifty. I mean, that's where we end up falling. And now the yardage and the points this year, I would tell you that I didn't expect that um, with as young as our offensive line was right. particularly. Um, I didn't know that we could compile that amount of yards and points as quickly as we can. And defensively, to make the stops where we're holding people to 100 yards a game in some instances. All right, we're about to end this. Before we let you go, you're going OU Texas this that, weekend that's the plan all right so uh give me a line here what do you think let's take texas by 17 texas by 17 that's a big number billy what are you thinking uh, that's that's, that's about, good action yeah. there yeah huh? put 100 I, down on that uh-uh. no <laughs> <laughs> i ain't got 100 left Who's <laughs> a bookie if he doesn't <laughs> that's <now>. right <laughs> jerry stanford great to see you thanks guys. as always razorback billy go tigers and razorbacks he's back here next week we'll take a uh I don't know, 23-hour break. We'll come back tomorrow. Dwight McCowan in tomorrow. 
around leaving the yard. On the fan, 107.9. If you missed any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the fan1079.com. And catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana, 1079 The Fan.